0: Episode 289 of my podcast. Who's paying attention? Well, Jacob Blake. Right. One more time. Say his name, Jacob Blake. He's not dead. He is paralyzed. We uh, watched the video of him being held by a shirt and shot in the back seven times by a cop. Who, uh, interestingly, in all the pictures I see of the cop who did the shooting they show this smiling guy with a bicycle helmet and and don't think that that message is lost you know uh but anyway um you know and you you hear all the stories jacob blake was resisting jacob blake had a knife in the car blah 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 the reason i say blah 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 the reason i dismiss it is because if you're a cop and there's a bunch of cops around who knows how many cops were there um in kenosha washington they don't use body cameras or they forgot their body cam or their body cam didn't work or whatever it's the same fucking excuse all the time um even if he did have a knife in the car so you're reaching into your car a cop's pulling you from the back now even if you had a knife multiple cops means multiple tasers that they could have hit him with or or subdued him somehow with the billy club they like the billy clubs you know I, uh, I have a friend from the hood like in, in New York and his neighborhood was hardcore just straight up hardcore and he said he I never forget he told me he said man somebody pulls a knife on you you hit their ass with a garbage can See, because if you hit them with something big, like a garbage can, like you can't stab or cut around a garbage can. Think of a big round can. So if if a kid in the hood from the street knows how to handle a knife, I would imagine a cop, a group of cops would. I don't think um, the police manual says if a suspect is reaching for a knife, shoot him in the back seven times I don't think it says that I haven't read the manual I could be wrong um it's tiring you know I'm, I'm recording this at midnight on uh what the hell day well now it's August 28th and I, I think it's kind of fitting for me to do this late at night because I'm tired we we've been here before we've seen this before uh Kyle Rittenhouse usually there's some time between the double standard between the you know black person being killed or in this case shot for uh nothing or minor infraction or in a situation where deadly force was not needed and a white person doing the exact same or usually something worse and walking away free in this case we only had two days um Protests turned to riots in the street in Kenosha, and Kyle Rittenhouse, 17-year-old white supremacist, Trump supporter, um, militia member or wannabe, whatever, shot and killed two people, and I think shot three, killed two, and was walking down the street with his gun. I believe it was an AR-15. I'm not for sure. I know that... Gun nuts and gun experts will say it wasn't or they'll tell you exactly what the weapon was and because you misidentified it, it's obviously okay to carry it, but he had a a weapon uh, loaded, people were yelling that he just shot some people and the police drove by, not just one, but a few police just drove by and kind of let him go, means a 17 year old white kid with a gun leaving a protest, what could be wrong, right? Uh, I don't I don't even know what the open carry laws are there. And I'm not going to waste time looking them up. Uh, but 17 seems kind of young to be legally carrying a rifle in public. Just seems young. But I don't know. I don't know what the laws are. And, and you're like, why am I not going to look it up? For what? For what? To say the same thing over again? Um, the images... The the militia cowards, walking through Kenosha, waving their big guns, talking shit. Um, you know why I call them cowards? Cause they are, they are. They they're just carrying their guns and feeling like powerful or dangerous, whatever. Of course, the police sitting there offering them water is uh, is another great image. Uh, again, you know, what do we say? Reverse the races. Of course bunch of black people ran down there with with weapons and started marching through the street bunch of brown people eh? police wouldn't be offering them water that's for damn sure um to those who say that you know i hate the police and all of that oh let me let me i did a tweet this week um i said one way to stop protests over police shooting black people Is for the police to stop shooting black people and I will say that uh, might be the most popular tweet I've ever tweeted a lot of people like 2,500 people liked and I'm not saying that for any social media thing I'm just saying that it was a simple truth that I debated posting and I so appreciate the support I got on it because of course there's the trolls and you know oh if he had complied i love the compliance people you know how i reply to people who say that if he complied with the police i just send him the picture the famous picture of that white guy in michigan yelling in the cop's face and and ask him is that complying is that how we comply and when you do that do you bring your friends with guns just you know asking for a friend as the young people say these days i love the young people um So anyway, getting back to police and bravery, I've met brave cops. I've met ridiculously brave cops. I have been uh, lucky enough, honored to host the First Responder Awards in Detroit a number of times. I've met the chief of police of Detroit. He's a great guy. Um, He's got a great sense of humor and a sense of responsibility. And he does his work. And there are officers there. Men, women, black, white, brown, whatever. And they're getting their awards for doing shit like running into burning buildings, pulling people out, um, hearing gunfire and going toward it, uh, taking bullets, protecting innocent people, protecting the weak, doing things that are, are brave and heroic. I'm not brave. I'm not brave. Not like that. Maybe I am. I don't know. Most of us, we don't ever get a chance. We don't ever get in a situation that tests our bravery on that level. But I see these these cops and firemen and and medical people in Detroit who do this. And I know there are people like that in every city. But this fucking cop ain't one of them. Cops are fucking coward. And these militias, they're not them. They're cowards. I've met military brave people. I've met people who kicked in doors hunting for terrorists. Imagine that, imagine being in another country, walking in a city, you don't speak the language, you don't know the people, whatever, and kicking in a door looking for somebody who might blow up the whole building just to kill you. You fucking kidding me? That's brave. Shooting a guy in the back seven times with, with a bunch of officers helping you It's not fucking Brave. It's the weakest, most cowardly shit you can imagine. Well, no, that's not true. The weakest shit you can imagine was going on at the Republican Convention, which I'll get to in a minute. But yeah, I've I've met Brave, and this ain't it. Um. I've loved the NBA for a long time, but my respect for NBA and I joke about NBA athletes and I talk shit about NBA and other pro athletes and you know, baby mamas and and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? My respect for for these athletes, as men and women in the WNBA and tennis and others, my respect for these athletes as the men and women they are, has gone up tremendously. Uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks to say no, we're not going to play. The playoffs don't matter because we're from Wisconsin and you you shot another one of us. Um, And then for the Orlando Magic to honor that boycott and for all the other teams to say, hey, we're not going to play. We're going to talk and we need you to do something. And we need the owners who have the power and the connections to these politicians and policymakers. We need them to step up. And for these players to take the criticism from, um, again, the Republican convention. <laughs> But to take criticism from idiots like Brian Urlacher, who's a fucking idiot, who compares um, Aaron Rodgers playing... No, I'm sorry. It was Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. I'm not sure. Maybe it was Brett Favre playing when his father was killed. Died. Not killed. His father died. He played football. Now, that's admirable. That's admirable. And I get it. Uh, But that's not the same as not playing... Because the police are shooting people who look like you. And look like your family. Erlocker's an asshole. And, and kudos to the Chicago Bears for saying he doesn't speak for us. Um, the, these players are, are doing it. They're debating whether they're going to play again. And I don't know if they are or not. The images were powerful. The, the empty basketball court with Black Lives Matter written across it. It's a powerful image. I was watching the Mets and the Marlins when they were preparing to start the game. And then both teams came out and they stood along the uh, in front of the dug- respective dugouts um, in silence for 42 seconds. Obviously honoring Jackie Robinson. And then they tipped their hats to each other and walked off the field and left a Black Lives Matter t-shirt at home plate. Powerful yeah, it's an image image matters. That image is a powerful image, just like Rittenhouse walking down the street with that gun, not being bothered by the cops is a powerful image. Doc Rivers, coach of the Clippers talking about how his father was a cop and how we keep loving a country that don't that doesn't love us. Chris Weber, ex player, announcer giving up respect to the young people, talking about these young players and how they're standing up for themselves and leading the way. Um, Max Kellerman, um, a white guy. (laughs) just doesn't matter, but just throwing it out there. On ESPN, talking about how SEC football fans um, refuse to believe the truth and instead choose to believe Fox News and whatever comes out of the the Republican machine because they love the SEC football, you know, the Southeastern Conference so much that even if the SEC players said we're not going to play, they would somehow blame anyone else except the system and systematic racism. Um, A lot of people in the sports world speaking up. And, and I re- admire and respect it because there's, they, they know they're athletes. They know they're famous. They know they have a platform and they're using it. Jared Kushner, the idiot, fucking worthless, trying to attack LeBron James and literally being clowned. You know, when these idiots do this, could they at least do, don't they have anyone is there any intelligence on staff? Is there anyone there who could just say, hey, wait a minute, not him? Because see, when you, you mentioned LeBron James, you like, yeah, well, what's he doing off the court? Um, he opened a school. He opened a fucking school. He's putting up millions of dollars and, and getting other athletes involved to, to help pay polling workers. In this election, he's helping to make Dodger Stadium a polling place because it's big outdoor, be safe. So Jared, he's doing shit um, and his father-in-law is not involved. So fuck you. I will not spend much time on the Republican convention. There just isn't, I don't see any reason to. There is nothing new that came out of there a bunch of lies, you know, that okay. So we're selling you liberty and freedom. Things that you cannot measure. You can't measure liberty and and freedom. They're they're nothing. They that they're just words. <laughs> they're just, you know, but they they like that. They get off on that. And then um the su- I don't know that surprising is the right word. I don't know if I could say surprising. I'm talking about the new, yeah, the new black people shucking and jiving at the Republican convention. They've replaced a few. They've got Kim Klasik, a, a Republican running for Congress. Uh, I believe in Baltimore, definitely in Maryland. She took over to Candace Owen, Stacey Dash woman spot. Kim Clasick got the spot. Then we had Dan- Daniel Cameron, the attorney general from Kentucky who took some time off from not prosecuting Brianna Taylor's killers. He had to show up and kiss the ring and say, Joe Biden, you don't speak for me. And I'm sure Joe Biden was very happy to find out he didn't speak for him. Um, Kanye I don't I guess couldn't get his meds right so he wasn't invited. Uh, of course Ben Carson was there. Ben Ben was going with the old black abortion routine about black women have so many abortions and Trump is anti-abortion and he wants to save the lives. Of course Ben didn't talk about how him being the head of housing and urban development and stopping so many um attempts at developing affordable housing. So I guess these black women are supposed to have these babies and uh it will boost the fucking tent industry. Is that it, Ben? You get a little you get a little side money from the tent lobby? I don't know. So yeah, nothing new. Uh yeah, well there is one <laughs> in the world of shucking and jiving. Um Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker many of you too young to know who he is. He was one of the great college running backs. He came out of school in the 80s, and they had a league called the USFL. It was designed to compete with the NFL. It was this new league, and Trump owned a team. And he signed Herschel Walker to a big contract at the time, millions of dollars. May have even paid him. I don't know. He's a Trump employee. Trump might have declared bankruptcy, but Herschel might have got paid. Maybe he did. So now, he's shucking and jiving and cooning and doing his thing to. Uh, Donald Trump is not a racist. No, no, not at all, Herschel. Uh, how about how about a nice hot cup of shut the fuck up? There's, there's one. Um, and it's also always funny that, you know, like the NBA players are told to shut up and dribble. But if Herschel Walker and Brian Urlacher have something to say, well, that's an opinion. That's freedom of speech, that's liberty, that's America. So there's that. Uh, keep reading, keep reading, keep listening. There, there are many intelligent speakers. The, the NBA has not made a decision yet. There have been a lot of talk. They said the players had a meeting and all the players voted to go back and play, except the players for the Lakers and the Clippers. They didn't want to go back to play. I suspect they're going to play. I think that um, it's on pause right now, and I think pause is okay. Uh, I think the people saying, "Well, what's their plan?" I think uh, I agree with Chris Weber. It's going to take them some time to come up with a plan. They're they they're they're planning on how to fight hundreds of years of systematic racism. And numerous police murders and these police departments that have no regulate like that they're, they're up against a pretty good foe and a pretty big system to just say, well, you boycotted on Wednesday, today's Friday. What's your plan might take more than two days to come up with the plan. Um, I'd love to know what's going on overseas. I suspect there is a lot of support, particularly with the NBA, because the NBA is the most international of our professional sports leagues. The NBA is loved around the world. And, it, and I said this with George Floyd, and I stand by it now. The United States doesn't get to take the high road on human rights. We don't get to talk about what other countries do to their citizens while our country is OK with killing black citizens, um, while our country is still OK with with poorer citizens dying from the coronavirus because they don't have the same medical care. And on, on the subject of black people being killed by cops and shot by cops, cause this came up in my social media. And, and when I say that, I mean, no disrespect to Brown people, Latin people, Hispanic people, Latinx, whatever, you know, however you choose to identify them or any other group that is treated unjustly and, and abused by the police, Native American, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean nothing. No disrespect to them. I, I say Black Lives Matter because it is the biggest movement. And I say Black Lives Matter because black people have a unique history with this country and with the police that goes back to slavery. Um, I do not condone rioting or violence. I don't think it's right that Black Lives Matter protester, protesters bullied white people at some restaurant in Washington, DC. Obviously, I don't condone that. And it's easy to say, yeah, what about this? Well, what about your militias waving guns? Or what about your masks protests, your your idiotic mask protests? In Utah, the parents, this is how stupid, this is how insane this has become. Parents at a Utah school district wanted a no mask Monday where they're going to send all their kids to school without masks. And the kids were like, "We." the kids held an opposite protest at Friday Night Football, the cheerleaders saying, we wanna wear masks. Can you imagine how stupid that is that the parents are like, don't wear masks and the kids are like, hey, 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 our lives, our lives, maybe their lives matter. To those, and, I, and I've done this all lives matter bullshit. First of all, if you say all lives matter, that would include black lives. So why are you so upset with Black Lives Matter? Uh, if you say Blue Lives Matter, you are trying to protect Smurfs. Smurfs are blue lives. Police are people who put on a blue uniform. That's not a blue life. See, so see, black isn't a uniform. Brown isn't a uniform. It's not like people wake up and say, "You know, I'm gonna be black today," but I think I'm gonna be Puerto Rican for the weekend. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Um, and finally, and and I. I got to do live comedy the last 2 weeks. Shout out to Tampa and to St. Louis. I loved you guys. Thanks for being in the audience. You were great. Uh, and I said it over and over, you know, save the whales does not mean fuck the dolphins. That's as simple as I can explain it. But but the, they know. They know the, the leaders know the followers are too dumb and the leaders know how dumb the followers are, so they take advantage of them. They take advantage of, maybe dumb is a mean word. Okay, sorry. But they take advantage of their ignorance and get them to go along with the program. Uh, these will be the same people who, when Trump, if Trump, I hate saying when, but it's definite, I'd say it's more than a possibility. I'm, I'm putting it 50-50 at best. If Trump's reelected, these are the people who will be losing their social security and will no doubt blame Obama. No doubt. <laughs> oh man, I am tired. I am so tired. Um, I don't know what else. Um, Jerry Falwell Jr., um, his dad started the whole right-wing moral majority movement and he told you he was better than you he told you he talked to god and he blah 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 blah. he also sat in the corner and watched his wife get banged by the pool boy now i am not kink shaming if that's your thing if you like watching your wife or husband or partner or whatever have sex with other people and you get off on that good for you have fun nothing wrong with that that's it's a thing it's a thing people like it good for you if you do that while telling the students at the university you run that they can't have sex and they can't dress this way and blah, 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 blah. And you pretend to somehow be more moral than others and judge others and so on, then you are full of shit and a hypocrite. And yeah, so that's him. I man, I could go, I could go through this week's news. It is. Oh, I did want to read this <laughs> because this is coming out as as Trump, he gave his speech tonight to 1,500 people at the White House with no masks and, and huddled really close. Um, Herman Cain meant to be there. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I told you, Herman Cain volunteered to die for the cause when he went to that stupid rally in Tulsa and not one of these Republicans came to his funeral. So they didn't give a fuck about him anyway so this is this is the quote and wow is Sarah Cooper gonna have fun with this one Trump said but so I think I think it would be I think it would be very very I think we'd have a very very solid we would continue what we're doing we'd solidify what we've done and we have other things on our plate that we want to get done now if there's ever been a reason to vote for someone, I think that's it right there. See, we we have a very, very, we think, we have a very, we think, very, 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 we think, solid, we think. Why would I not vote for him? You know, he passed that competency test. He identified the cow and the, the alligator and the duck. So there's that. I'm tired. I love you guys, man. You guys, you know... You send these support messages um, through social media and Facebook and emails and and so on. And it matters. I like it. I thank you because it gets tiring. And I'm just talking about me. I'm talking about any of us who speak like this and and do comedy like this. Man, the support means a lot. They ask, what's it like to do live comedy? Doing live comedy versus Zoom comedy is like playing Grand Theft Auto versus actually stealing a car and trying to get away. Man, that car theft just charges the adrenaline, just gets the senses, gets the blood flowing. And that's what live comedy does. So I thank you for your support. I am going to be on wait, wait this weekend. (laughs) Listen to it because I did, I've never done so poorly on the lightning fill in the blank questions. And two of them, I knew the answer and said, nah, that can't be the answer and said something else and got, yeah, it's terrible, it's comically bad, so if you're a Weight Weight fan, tune in this weekend on NPR, that's it, Um, I don't know what's going to happen with sports, Uh, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, the athletes matter more as men and women than they do as athletes, and I respect their opinions more as men and women than I do athletes, uh, be safe you know no one said it better than Dave chappelle when he said the streets are talking but the streets can also be dangerous and now we see that the streets are armed and dangerous and there really is no penalty for for these militias shooting and killing people so if you choose to protest be careful be careful stay in the group um, and don't get don't 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 break the window don't throw the bottle at the cop don't throw the brick don't give them a reason to To justify killing you. I'm not going to say don't give them a reason to kill you. Because we see they don't need a reason to kill you. But let's not give them a reason to justify killing you. Or hurting you. Or beating you. Or blinding you. Or whatever might be done. Just you know. Vote. Everyone's saying it. It is true. Uh, Again if your vote didn't matter. They wouldn't be working so hard to stop you from doing it. So vote. And get somebody else to vote. Make sure someone else is registered who doesn't know. Doesn't know they should be, etc., etc. They're registering uh, NBA players to vote because a lot of them are young. They're young kids. And they didn't know or they didn't care or it didn't matter. But now they see it does and they're getting registered. So good for them. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Be nice to people and find something to laugh about every day. Best advice I can give. Um, I've even had people asking about jazz. Obviously, you know, Marcus Miller is the, uh, the artist who created my theme song. It's a song called Detroit, interestingly enough, which is a great city. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Robert Glasper has something new out. Uh, I've been, what are you listening to? I've been listening to some Al Jarreau. Look to the Rainbow is one of the greatest albums you'll ever hear. If you want to hear jazz singing, Al Jarreau, Look to the Rainbow is incredible. And Raul Midon has a new record out called The Mirror that is just quietly beautiful. So listen to some music or, hey, you know what you can do? Plant a rose garden. Because obviously Melania Trump can't. Whoa, did you see that? Did you? Hey, it's a rose garden. What's the first thing we should do? Let's remove the roses. (laughs) Stop. Smell the roses. Stay informed, but take a break from the news and... Thank you so much. This is Alonzo Bowden. I've been saying goodbye for a long time, so now I'm going to say it. Good night. Thank you.